It's radio play time. Hello, welcome to Court and Call, a podcast by No Drama Theatre, episode 14. We have a treat for you in store today because we have two pieces, a double feature, if you will, both written by Johnny Shorthall. Both pieces were produced by Johnny as well. The first piece that we have coming up is called The Best Policy. It stars Renee Van de Shore and Sorka Hurley. Following that, we have another piece that's called Signals, and it stars Malcolm Bolton and Johnny Shorthall as well. Both pieces are very quite fun. And I hope you enjoy them. We'll get started with the best policy and then we'll follow it up, as I said, with Signal. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Hello? Hello, honestly, are you there? Can, can you hear me? can hear you loud and clear, Rhonda. You're coming through file and you're looking even better. Oh, good. Uh, great. Could I kindly ask you that you also turn on your video? It's just standard protocol for our interview process. Do you know, Rhonda, I would love to... But I didn't actually think you'd ask me to turn it on. So the room behind me is a bit of a mess. And I'm a bit mortified, to be frank with you. That's no problem. The candidate for this vacancy will be filled based on their suitability for the role and their overall competence. Not on their skills as a domestic goddess or lack thereof, as may be the case. Oh, fair play to you. So often it's who you know and not what you know. Indeed. So, honesty. Why don't we start by you telling me a little bit about yourself? So I'm a Libra, fun, outgoing and bubbly, straight as an arrow. But I I did mess around in college. But like, who didn't, right? I view myself as a real girly girls girl. My favorite sport is either bingo brunch or never have I ever. My religion is leopard skin and thigh high boots. Oh, and in terms of fetishes, Nothing specific. I'm open to anything a willing and outgoing sexual partner is willing to explore. Oh, except anything involving going to the toilet. Um, okay. That's not really what I was expecting. Oh, well, I always seek to surprise people. I strongly believe that variety is the spice of life. Yes. Um, yes. But I was hoping that you could guide me through your work experience. To be blunt, your resume is pretty sparse in the specifics. Oh, okay. Uh, So to give you a brief whistle-stop tour, um, I've worked as a waitress twice, a barista once, few retail shifts over the Christmas, and I'm currently on the dole, but I'm successfully running multiple feed-based OnlyFans accounts to supplement my income. Why are you... Well... (laughs) It's a decent bit of wedge for really not a lot of work. Guys are idiots too. I have a few of the same Johns paying me across multiple accounts. I slap a nail polish and they think it's a whole other set of piggies they're imagining stuffed into there. No, why are you telling me any of this? Well, the recruitment agent told me to be myself and be open about who I am. Right, but like surely some kind of filter is warranted. Never been a filter gal i think when you put a filter over a photo you lose the beauty of the truth okay can i ask while you're being so honest with me okay i tell a lie after my last breakup i may have put up a few feel-good selfies with valencia but that was the ones off it's never to be repeated honesty why do you want to join our team and this company Uh, because I fired off 30 emails this week alone and you're the only ones who responded. Mutually assured desperation and all that. 
And what do you consider to be your biggest strength? My legs. Your legs. How so? Well, physically, they're the strongest muscle in my body. So from a practical point of view, they're the strongest part of me. And when the sun is out, honey, you should see these babies with a tan. And your largest weakness? Oh, easily a man in uniform. I just melt when I see one. Mm. Enlisted, of course. Has to have men under his command that see what I see in him. But from a more masculine and possibly paternal point of view. But nothing too high ranking or pretentious, like an admiral or a colonel. They have to have ambitions to be one eventually, though. Something like a captain or a lieutenant. A few medals underneath the winning smile. And how do you think this is something that you may have to overcome in this role as a hotel receptionist? Well, like I'll do my best. But if a military man happens to be checking in, he might just find me waiting in his room for him, along with his luggage. Right. Sure. (laughs) Moving on. Can you tell me about a time you had to overcome conflict and what you did to resolve the issue? Oh, oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's body and soul at 1am. Main stage is just closed and all the lads are buzzing. Amanda with an A and her fella are like, we have to go to this registered post-rock band on in the forest. While Bethany and the rest of the girls were like, we need to go to the campsite to look for Geraldine. Now, I am wired at this stage. So I started howling as loud as I can at the moon. And I meant in a professional setting. Uh, I treat the festival season from a very professional viewpoint. If you allow me to share screen for a tick, I'll take you through a selection of my Friday looks. No, I I don't think that will be necessary. Where do you see yourself in five years? Either the world ends before I turn 30 or I do. So not applicable. Okay, well, that is great. I think I have enough information to make a decision on your suitability for the role. Really? It's only like five. I am a quick decision maker. Now, do you happen to have any questions for me? Okay. Uh, Do you have any hesitancy when it comes to my suitability for the current vacancy on offer? Hesitancy? Yeah, I didn't know what that word meant either. My recruitment agent told me to ask it at the end. No, I know what the word means. Can I ask honestly? How do you think this interview went? Good. Good. Yeah. Like, you haven't hung up on me yet, so it's definitely going better than the last one I had. Okay, yeah. So, from my point of view, you are bringing a new meaning to the definition of the word unqualified. You are far too open in discussing intimate details of your personal life with a complete stranger. You are completely unprofessional and hiring you would be an exercise in damage mitigation and a personal living nightmare for me, your immediate superior. Oh, so you would be my boss? Okay. Oh, well, there goes the other question I was meant to ask. Well, look, you have been nothing but completely open with me. 
So feel free to ask me anything. As the kids say, hit me with your best shot. Who was your favourite Spice Girl when you were young? That's really not. Sorry, when you were younger. I meant more um, about the role or the organisation as a whole, my management style. But that's it, right? To me, the most conclusive and comprehensive indicator. But that's it, right? To me, the most conclusive and comprehensive indicator of what a woman's personality is, where she swears her allegiance to on Planet Spice. Yeah, I get that, but... So, like, obviously, I'm Baby Spice. Bubbly and outgoing, wide-eyed and innocent. The childish avatar formed around masculine paternal instincts. The eternal, ever-youthful daughter of the world where you drop on your head as a child or so from my reading of you i don't see the coyly overt sexuality of a ginger or the imperialistic complexity of a posh you're definitely a male of some description sporty spice if you must know it was sporty spice the spice girl i most identified with growing up It was Sporty Spice. Just like you said, the rest just didn't do it for me. Like, I have friends, though, who were... A tomboy, huh? I would never have imagined. You've known me for all of ten minutes, and entirely within the realm of this remote interview. I am not sure how even your wildest imagination could lead you to... Because, you know, a lot of girls I met who say their favourite Spice was Sporty... Or in any way give you any kind of an insight into the woman that I am. We're actually massive Scary Spice fans, but would never admit to it. What? Why would I? Who's your favourite footballer? Again, how is this relevant to your ability to perform this job in any way? Working relationships are all about trust, right? You need to trust that I am onto something here. Who is your favourite footballer? Rhonda, we could be on the verge of a major breakthrough here. Stick with me, girl. I don't know. David Beckham? I knew it. Knew what? You're a scary spice, Rhonda. No, like I said, I'm a sporty spice churn through. Your favourite footballer is David Beckham, who you only know because he dated Posh. Okay, you got me. I don't like football. Big whoop. What sport do you like then? Did you play any sport growing up that wasn't in PE class? Called it. See, you've been repressing your entire spice nature this entire time. You're a scary trapped in a sporty. It's a tale as old as time. Again, what? Well. A tale as old as the early 90s, anyway. What the fuck does this have to do with the job? How does it feel that you're the one interviewing people for an entry-level, evening-time receptionist position in the middle of a pandemic? A good use of your time? I will admit that I am becoming more irate at that fact with every passing second. Why were you saddled with this? You are a busy, career-orientated and results-driven woman with a solid work ethic and excellent tits from what I can see. 
surely there was someone else you could have delegated the task. Well, firstly, thank you. We wanted a woman, but my boss said a woman would be best suited to find someone agreeable. Sure they did. And you snapped to attention, perked up and put your hand up instantly, right? An agreeable woman will easily find another one to file in behind her. Let all the lads go and doss off for the day while you prove your willingness to go above and beyond one more time, for sure knowing that this will be the time they take notice that you work five times harder than the rest of them combined. Does that sound about right? No comment. You want to conform to their expectations. You've had the scary scrubbed right out of you. You suppressed your scary and put on a sporty mask. The laddish lager, swilling female impression of what a man is. But that's not what you are. Scary Spice is fierce. A warrior goddess willing to meet the world on her terms or bend it her will if it won't. She has to be scary. She needs to be scary because the world is a scary place for women. But she knows the one thing that's scarier that anything they can toss at her is a woman who knows her own value and isn't afraid to claim what she is worth. You got all that from a pop music group. The Spice Girls were about more than pop music. They were about casting the chains of misogynistic repression aside, pulling out the goddess in each and every one of us and letting it light up the world. Letting us know that it was the duty of every woman, girl and everything in between to spice up not only their lives but the lives of all womankind again how does this relate to your capability to do this job how does this make you the best candidate oh my god Rhonda, honey it's not me you have to worry about i can answer the phone smile at guests and scan passports all day long and look pretty doing it that's not the issue here you need a woman who is going to have your back through thick and thin Not some ginger who's going to walk out on you the second a better opportunity presents itself. Or a posh who will get preggers two months into the job. And the last thing you need is a sporty chumming it up with all the boys while you're left out in the cold. You need a baby spice to help you keep your feet on the ground and your fire burning. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. Come on, Rhonda. Help me, Rhonda. Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Stop right now, please. Just stick to the Spice Girls. I've had enough Beach Boys sang at me to laugh me a lifetime. Does that mean? Against all better judgment, ethics and objective reasoning. Yes, honesty. You got the job. Oh my God. Amazing. Thank you so much. So. I think we should have a little meetup together to go over the first day attire and nail colour. I can send you a selection of images for the outfit of the day. I'm thinking casual chic meets good girl gone bad. Hashtag modesty. Fucking baby spices. And that was the best policy written and produced by Johnny Shorthall. A big thanks to Renee and Sorka and to Johnny for providing such a fun piece. Sorka, you're a lovely singer. That was a fantastic rendition of the Beach Boys. Help me, Rhonda. You go, girl. <laughs> Great stuff. Next up, it signals. This stars Malcolm Bolton and Johnny Shorthall again. 
And also this one, as I said at the top of the podcast, was written and produced by Johnny too. Hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back to say our goodbyes when this piece is finished as well. Welcome to your voicemail. You have 20 new messages. First message left on the 7th of May at 12.33pm. Hey buddy, guess who just got the vaccination? You know what that means. I'm finally free to come visit and end our long period of enforced separation. Let me, uh, let me know when you're free and I'll drop over and we can hang or chill. Heat. Whatever you're in for, I am down for spending time with you, my friend. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 12.35pm. Okay, (laughs) I'm really excited. So I just thought I'd leave you another message. Uh, Not sure if you got my first, but just wanted to let you know that I'm out of the vaccination clinic and this dog is looking at me weird. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 12.45pm. Hey man, Uh, I know you're there. If you're not, no worries. But just wanted to let you know that I am free all day and I am itching. I mean just itching. To hang out with you in person after the last year. Like, I am literally scratching my balls right now as I talk to you. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 12.46pm. Okay, that last message might have been a little inappropriate. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 1246 PM. Oh, you sir. This is Brannigan's Butchers. You wake the order of mates ready for delivery. We're sorry, though. We don't have the manpower to add on the extra stuffed pork. <laughs> it's me, Malcolm, again. Listen, I, I know that your Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 12.50pm. Hi. It's me, Johnny. Uh, have you heard from Malcolm at all? Uh, he's been ringing me frantically for the last ten minutes trying to get through to you, and he's really starting to bug me out. Uh, would you mind ringing him? I'm trying to get some work done, and it's nearly impossible when he... Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at one pm Look... I know you said you're on a midday phone detox, but I just want to... Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 1.15pm. What would you do if your milky was at home crying all alone on the bathroom floor because he's lonely? Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 130 PM. And the only way to save him was to hang with his buddy and his daddy's message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 1.33pm. Okay, I can't stand it anymore, okay? I am coming over right... Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 1.34pm. I'm pulling into your driveway. Not seeing any lights on, but it's midday, so I guess I'll, uh... Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May 
at 1.45 p.m. Okay, so I rang your doorbell for five minutes straight. Nobody answered, but your dog is really riled up. I'm going to hop over the side gate and just see if the back door is locked to make sure. Message deleted. Next message left on the 7th of May at 2.10pm. Wow, wow. <laughs> it's me, man. It's, it's Malcolm. Peter. Ow. Ah. Message deleted. Next message left on the 7th of May at 2.15pm. Okay, I managed to distract the dog by throwing some spare chocolate that I had in my pocket. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 2.17pm. Is chocolate poisonous to dogs? I, I don't know. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 2 20 p.m. Look, I'm sorry that I came over unannounced. I guess you're on a digital detox or out for a walk or something and you just don't have access to your phone. I just got really excited once I was vaccinated and wanted to celebrate with someone who means the world to me. But has been out of my world for far too long. Look, I, uh, I hope you have a great day. I love you. I just want you to know that and I can't wait to see you again. Stay safe, my friend. Message saved. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 2.35pm. Okay, I just realised my wallet might have fallen out of my pocket when I jumped over the fence. Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 2.40pm. I'm just pulling back up into your drive now. Uh, you still don't seem to be here, but... Message deleted. Next message. Left on the 7th of May at 2.45pm. <sighs> mm. It's amazing how much your bed smells like you. Message deleted. End of messages. Very good. That was Signals, a little play also written by Johnny Shorthall and it starred Johnny and Malcolm Bolton as well. Fun stuff, guys. Well done, Johnny. Well, lovely rendition of uh, City High. What would you do, Malcolm? Haven't heard that song in a long time. You and Sorka should go for the Eurovision. It's Eurovision week after all. That was great, guys. Thanks again to Sorka, Renee, Malcolm and Johnny, especially Johnny, for submitting those two little small radio pieces. If you do want to send in a radio piece for future broadcasts for our review, please do so. You can send it on to contact at nodramatheatre.com. You can also check out No Drama Theatre on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and all the usual platforms. Please don't forget to check out Court & Call, our past episodes, our retrospective episodes. We are heard in over 40 countries right now and we have charted in Denmark, Sweden, Australia, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea and uh, many others as well. We did shoot back up into the Irish Top 20 with our last podcast. That was uh, due to Alejandro Nicholson and uh, he was a wonderful conversationalist. So if you missed that, both on the streaming platforms or on Dublin South FM, check it out because he has a production coming up called Vox. It's going to be coming up over the summer. And please check out No Drama Theatre as well for upcoming productions and don't forget that our online workshops continue every Tuesday at 7pm 
as well. We also have the monologue nights continuing. We had one there last week and the next one will be in a couple of months. So if you do have any ideas or want to perform a monologue, please get in touch with No Drama Theatre as well. Same email address, contact at nodramatheatre.com. We also have seminar coming up, which is our audio summer production, which will be available in June. So keep your eyes peeled. Eyes and ears peeled for that one. We've lots of exciting things happening coming up over the summer as well. So that will all be announced and details will be available on our website and the streaming platforms. We look forward to the next broadcast of Court Call, which will be in a couple of weeks. And we will let you know what is happening as well. We do have some exciting ideas for our upcoming podcasts over the summer. So I hope you will all stay tuned and check out that in the coming weeks and months also. In the meantime, don't forget to stay safe, keep yourselves well, and of course, peace out. Thanks again to Johnny, Renee, Malcolm and Sorka. Until next time, this has been Sean Coyle, this has been Court and Call, and I hope you enjoyed it.